This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody. Today at thenorthstar.com, I wrote an article about my thoughts on the hate and bigotry and violence that I'm seeing all over the country against Asian Americans. And I just wanted to put my voice to this issue. It's one thing to write about it. I posted about it on Instagram today. But I just wanted you to be able to hear both the seriousness and sincerity from my voice. And this is for you. If you are an Asian American and this is breaking your heart, if you are just a good person of conscience who's tracking the issue. But I'm also recording this today for people who truly either don't understand what's happening or don't want to understand what's happening. And I want to confront some of the myths, some of the misinformation, just want to unpack and explain everything, all right? This is Sean King. You are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Hate and discrimination and violence and ugliness and oppression against Asian Americans and Asians in America is not new. That hate, that violence, that oppression, that bigotry, that systemic inequality, that has existed since Asians first set foot in this country. Now, there's something that many of us jokingly call the oppression Olympics, where oppressed people try to argue who was oppressed more at what period of time, who faced the worst discrimination at certain periods of time. And the oppression Olympics always break my heart because so many different people have so many different stories of oppression and discrimination and bigotry and racism and systemic inequality that they've faced in this country that we don't need to compete with one another. And yet, what I often see is people think that you can't lift up one cause without somehow insulting the other cause. And I just need you to hear from me that that's not true. I fight for many different causes. I care about many different causes. And all of us have the capacity to do this. And we all need to be fighting and caring for not only the cause that breaks our own heart personally, the thing that that we may be closest to, the thing that we may experience. We have to also fight and stand up for other people who may not be from our community, who may not look like ourselves. and. Over the past year, this pandemic in the United States is now a little older than a year old. It's really almost a year and a half old around the world. But a drastic rise in anti-Asian bigotry 
started all over this country soon after the coronavirus pandemic began. And Donald Trump fueled that fire, often calling it the the China virus or the China flu or the the Wuhan flu or the the some of his supporters called it the kung fu virus just random racist thought and the virus like all viruses spread around the world but nobody ever labels an ethnicity to the american flu or to strep throat or or whatever it may be it was just an opportunity for trump to be racist and trump is an open racist an open bigot and it appealed to his base listen the man got the second highest number of votes anyone has ever gotten in a presidential election over 70 million people voted for this man he's popular he's still popular among his base and saying these racist things in fact trump released a press release just this week, yesterday, again calling it the China virus and saying he should be thanked for the vaccine, et cetera, et cetera, but calling it the China virus. Well, soon after Trump did that, you know, there's this idea that whatever leaders do in moderation, their followers will do in excess. And so if Trump insults Chinese people, Asian people, and basically, repeatedly makes it sound like they are responsible for the pandemic here that's cost over 500,000 lives, millions of jobs. The anger against Asian Americans would climb and climb and climb way beyond whatever Trump said. And that's exactly what happened. And so even though Trump, as the president of the United States, one of the most followed at the time, one of the most followed human beings on social media in the world, one of the most known people in the world. So even though Trump did that, it took on a life of its own. And we started seeing random acts of violence against Asian Americans all over the country, right here in New York City, in San Francisco, but in places against Asian Americans all over the place where people would randomly throw things at them through their cars and yell out China virus or what, you know, something, you know, you, you caused the coronavirus. I've seen the videos. This is not, this is not a conspiracy theory. I've seen dozens of videos of Asian Americans being targeted and attacked and hate crimes against them have spiked dramatically. This is not a concoction from the media. It's not. And we need to understand that this is categorically awful, unacceptable. And as I said in my post um, on Instagram and, and in my article for the North Star at thenorthstar.com, you know, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And I saw several people, and I just want to talk about this and want you to hear me talk about it. I saw several people say, but Sean, I have never seen Asian Americans stand up for black folk. Sean, I've never seen Asian Americans speak out against police brutality. Sean, I've never seen Asian Americans support us the way you are now supporting them. And I have to talk about that. Because the only reason 
If you aren't seeing Asian Americans march for black lives, protest for black lives, tweet Instagram and Facebook and post about black lives, about police brutality, about systemic inequality, the only reason you haven't seen that is because you literally aren't following the people who do it. Because I see almost daily Asian Americans speak out against anti-black racism. I'm not saying I see, I just see Asian Americans speak out against racism against themselves. I regularly see not only friends of mine, people that I know that are many Asian American friends of mine who are almost as close as family that I've known for a generation. Not only do I see my friends speak out on it, but I see a wide variety of Asian Americans from all different types of Asian countries and cultures and backgrounds speak out against anti-Black racism regularly. Do you know why I see it? Because I follow them. And I'm not being a smartass, but let me tell you how social media works. You see what you follow. You don't see what you don't follow. Guess what I don't see on my Instagram timeline? The Confederate flag. I don't see it. Guess what I don't see? I don't see open Trump supporters on my Instagram timeline. Do you know why? Because I don't follow them. I don't follow people who rep the Confederate flag. I don't follow Trump supporters. They're not in my mentions on Instagram because I've primarily blocked them. You see what you follow. It does create a silo. And in this case, that silo is dangerous. Because if you only follow black people, guess what you'll see? You'll only see black people. And you'll see black people speaking out against inequality and racism and bigotry. But if you also follow some white people who are speaking out against those things, guess what you'll see? You'll see white people speaking out against those things. If you follow Asian Americans speaking out against racism, you'll also see that. So I see it daily, all the time. But if you don't see it, it's because you're not following it. And in some ways, that's not your fault. Because these platforms weren't necessarily designed for us to grow beyond our tribes, grow beyond our circles. And so if you live in a bubble, and I don't mean that as an insult, if you live in a closed circle, you'll only see that. You'll only experience that. But I see Asian Americans fighting for us day in and day out, period, point blank, dot com. And let me answer one more question that I see. And I answered it on social media and I answered it in my piece at the Northstar.com today. But I just want you to understand something. A lot of people said, but Sean, I see Asian people around the world mistreating black people all the time. And I haven't seen Asian Americans speak out against this. So let me speak frankly about this. I have also seen many horrible, disgusting videos of Asian people around the world, including on the continent of Africa, mistreating black workers, black people, black employees, black citizens. And I don't like it. It's disgusting. It's ugly. And I have spoken out against it. And what you don't understand, again, is because your circle is so closed, is I have regularly seen Asian Americans do the hard work of speaking out against this. 
all the time. I saw a horrible video last year of some Asian Americans in a nail salon mistreating and abusing a black woman. I spoke out against that. And I saw many of my Asian American friends here in New York speak out against it in person and speak out against it online. It was all over the place here in New York. And so, yes, here is what I need you to understand. And please, if you have not read the book, How to Be Anti-Racist, maybe you wouldn't understand this, but it's actually racist to think that any group of people are all good or all bad. Because the truth is, Asian Americans and Asians around the world are good, they are bad, and they are ugly. And everything in between. They do good things, they do bad things, they do ugly things, and everything between those separate polar opposites. Black people can be good, can be bad, can be ugly. Black people do great, good things around the world. Black people make huge mistakes and and do bad things and ugly things, including black people sometimes do ugly things to Asian Americans. And for us to pretend that that's not true is ignorant. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I just need you to understand it, and I need us to say that this has to stop. Listen, I've got to run, but I hope, hope, hope that you understand my heart, that you hear my heart here. Let's keep fighting against racism and bigotry and hate and violence in every way we can. Love and appreciate all of you. And if you're not yet a member at thenorthstar.com, please join us. The North Star completely underwrites all the editing costs, all the production costs of this podcast each and every day. And we can only do it because of generous people just like you who've joined us at thenorthstar.com. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, this is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the past.